Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Deliciously Stella podcast. This week, we've got Flick Bag. Yes. Um, so Flick has made a return from the world of full-time work and she is back in this studio. Welcome back, Flick. Thank you. Back with a bang. So you've missed out on um, my summer of unconditional love, which was basically me hanging out with my family. I know, but I have seen some of the social media you did and it was excellent. I feel like I really nailed Twitter those two weeks. Yeah, you did. You've come back on Twitter, haven't you? Oh, yeah, no, I'm really big into it. Apparently comedians are proper comedians if they're good at twitter because yeah, they're words hard art yeah yeah no i don't think i'm actually very good at it i just sort of warble my inner thoughts the only rival is big d my dad <laughs> he's up there and the thing is he's so funny on it but you know how do you get visible when you've only got the seven followers and two of them are me oh my god i'm gonna follow him yeah you must because he really comes out with the lols i bet he does mm-hmm. um so this week we're gonna be talking about birthdays because it's my birthday on Friday, and it's all about me. So how old are you turning again? 30. Didn't know. <laughs> I'm turning 30. I've lived. Well, no, I haven't. I mustn't count my chickens. I'm about to live till 30. <laughs> it's true. There's sort of four days to go, and it could all end before. <laughs> it could all end here. But yeah, I'm quite excited. I feel like 30 is going to be my decade. Yeah, also, it's been that like ominous sort of horrid dragon that's been looming over us for the past 11 and a bit months and now that it's come I feel like we just have to embrace it yeah so the thing I'm most worried about about my birthday is the fact that I'm having a party and I'm scared that nobody's going to come a party in Peckham yes it's on my calendar babe (laughs) well at least there'll be two of us there yeah exactly (laughs) uh Julie of course is coming too. oh yeah and Julie's coming as well excellent Um, No, I think it's going to be fab and celebrating your new digs in Peckham. Oh yeah, celebrating my new digs. Which is very far away from me, so it is a sign of my love that I am coming all that way. Thank you. In a bulletproof vest. (laughs) You absolutely must. I know, shouldn't judge Peckham though, love it. No, it is really great. I know. So the 30 has yet to happen. Yeah. But why not take a wander back down the old path to childhood birthdays? Yeah, so my birthday was always around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I always had a Halloween party. Always dressed as Heath Ledger. Yeah. Meaning well, no, costume. And no costume needed. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I actually got, with the whole Halloween vibes, um, when I worked in Trotter's Children's Workshop, <laughs> they obviously go big on Halloween. And I was sort of 18, 19, could still fit into the kids' clothes. And I got cautioned by police. I'm what? not joking, for going on a random trick-or-treat up the street wearing, you know, something that I'd got with my staff discount, just a witch or something, and definitely not a slutty witch. And they were like, excuse me, what are you doing out? And I was like, trick or treating. And they were like, but you're an adult, and where where are your kids? (laughs) So when did that become a crime? Oh, I don't know. I've done that before. I've put a sheet around my shoulders and then knelt down so I look small. So when I was at school, I went to a really weird school that I went to when I was eight years old, where I stayed the night because my parents are ridiculously posh. And 
On our birthdays, what they would do is they would wake us up at 6am and throw us into an ice cold bath. I feel like we've touched upon this in the past. Yeah, and then I would have to stand on a chair and deliver a poem in front of the whole school. No wonder you came out so well-rounded and normal. Well, I know. Every time the inspectors came round, they were like, this whole ice bath thing, like, kind of like has a little hint of child abuse. And we were like, no, 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 it's character building. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Classic posh people. Yeah. See, my birthday memories when I was a child... Um, all of the children when it was their birthday they would organise a sort of birthday tea party at their house and the main event was an entertainer who wasn't a clown but he was called Smarty Arty and he was basically dressed in a sort of silk uh, white shirt silk white kind of pyjama bottoms covered in polka dots mm. and he would basically lead the event and it would be everything from past the parcel to some magic tricks and it was always the thing that it was seriously rigged in the birthday girl or boy's favour. So they would actually always win everything. So just a bit of a revolting spectacle for, for all the other little guests. But I remember when it was my birthday and so, you know, Smarty Arty arrived. I was downstairs sort of nicking. What was it? A party rings. Loved a party oh, ring. Oh, yeah. Whole Foods. And I remember one year I went upstairs and into the loo that was in the hall of our house and opened the door innocently and there was Smarty Arty but he wasn't wearing the costume. He was just wearing his normal layman's clothes before he'd made the transformation. Oh, no. And nothing scars you more than when you've had your last few years thinking this magician, you know, this magical wizard has been performing and, and just almost like Mary Poppins just arrived at your house and then actually seeing that it's just a 37-year-old slightly down-and-out guy called Dave. So that feels sort of like a, a childhood version of seeing one of your teachers in Tesco's. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Can't place, you know, outside of the context of which you know them, they mm. really shouldn't be there. Yeah, it's like how I, I, it's never happened to me, but I always sometimes imagine what, what would happen if I saw my psychiatrist in a normal situation mm. and just be like, you know too much. Yeah. It's like, you know, that time when I found out my gynecologist was my family friend. Like it's yeah, similar. Yeah, too far, isn't it? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Um, but then I guess moving on from the party entertainers came the presents. Oh, yeah, no, I, I do love gifts. Do you still get the greed for gifts on your birthday or do you feel like mature no. and sort of now I don't need them anymore? It's just a gesture. No, I'm not really big on gifts any longer. Oh, so you see, I do actually have a list of friends who I know are good with gifts and not not so much. And I, I it's not that I judge the people that don't give me a gift. It's just that the ones that do have a very special place in my heart. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. I do now do the thing. If you give me a gift, I'll give you one. If not, then fuck off. <laughs> I do. But I think when we were kids, I don't know, the worst gift I ever got was from my dad, who has given me in the past stuffed piranha, um, freaky sort of science kits just to try and encourage the learning. I obviously just wore the goggles and pretended to be a star. Um, but one year, it was wrapped up in a box, and I remember thinking, it's a puppy or it's something. And I opened it, and it was this beautifully embroidered box and I opened the lid and it was the most amazingly stunning perfectly proportioned china doll with sort of real woman's hair and oh. rouge cheeks <laughs> yeah but for me like that was all the glam and I obviously with my little pucky hands went to lift her up thinking this is you know this is my doll forever 
but it was only a head and then she just had a sack for a body, sort of a black sack. And then he ominously kind of screwed up the um, wind up thing at the, at the back and it played green sleeves was my my it was just this bodiless doll that I actually had to I think it had to be put you know in a different room in a cupboard because it gave me such night terrors I'm not surprised it sounds absolutely horrifying I know imagine you trick a child thinking she's got a doll but she just has a head so (laughs) I am going to put money on the fact that my mum will have got me one thing that is hippopotamus themed on Friday. Of course, the hippopotamus. I, I, no, I'm not going to lie. I do love them. I love hippopotamuses. They are my favourite animal. But, you know, I'm also going to be 30 years old. And yeah. every time I go home to my parents' house, I don't need there to be a new hippopotamus ornament waiting also, for me in my bedroom. Surely there's like a limit on the merch out there of, of hippopotamus. Yeah, she's branched out into moomins that look uh, like hippopotamuses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but are not hippopotamuses. So mainly the pyjama section? No, so what I've been doing is I've been Googling sort of like luxury hippos. <laughs> Sort of in a bid to work out what I think I might get. And I, I'm, I'm going to put money on me getting this, a golden hippo on a chain. That's what oh, I think I'm going to get. I mean, I love it. I feel like you should just embrace it and just be the hippo girl in your house. Because that's, you know, like my obsession with hairs <laughs> that just happened, as in the rabbits, not yeah, human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> wonderful collection of hairs that is waiting in my flat for the next <laughs> lover to come and see. No, um, the rabbits, but it sort of happened accidentally. But all of a sudden, a few people commented and it looked like, what's that book? Um, not Farthingwood. Watership down. Oh no! Yeah, I've got paintings. I've got my—I um, like to call him my hair loom, which is an <laughs> ornament that sits on the middle of my table. Oh god! Where there are never sort of any placemats or anything because it's just me. I'm just going to approach this birthday resting assured that it can't be as bad as the last birthday or the one before. So for the last one, I went to our school reunion. Yeah, you remember that well. Mm-hmm. And then the one before, um, I shat myself because I was intolerant to my antipsychotics. I remember we've touched upon this as well. <laughs> so 28 was the low. Year. Yeah, no, 28, I moved back in with my parents and then on my actual birthday, actually lost control of my bowels. And I just remember my dad coming back and into the sitting room and he goes, darling, have you had a lovely day? And I went, I shat myself. Mm. Worst, worst birthday? Probably the one I shat myself. Yeah, I mean, that's got to go down there with it. <laughs> Yo, as a, grown, as a grown woman in my parents' home. <laughs> I feel like my last birthday, what happened? Oh, well, my nephew, who was born a few weeks ago, was conceived on my birthday. I went home alone, but at least my sister got some. So that's a... I remember your birthday party last year because I ate so many canapes. Yeah, I nearly I, fainted. I ate not one. No, no. It was weird because on my birthday, we rented that last year. My sister organised it because obviously I get the absolute social anxiety about whether people will turn up or not. Mm. So she was like, I'll take it off your hands and I'll just do it. And it was all very, you know, a mixture of uni friends, school friends, work friends. And then all of a sudden there was a switch. I guess we got the place for a certain amount of hours. But I think me having not had the canopies was sort of swaying in the loo, came back out. 99% of my friends had gone and had been taken over by a kind of real ghetto gangster party. Everyone was black, bejeweled, you know, almost like very bootalicious. And I was just there being like, there is anyone seen anyone that looks kind of like me? But ended up staying out with them. So I think I celebrated too. That reminds me, quite recently I had to leave an event for the first time because I actually felt too old to be there. So I got invited to um, a fashion party by my friend and she was like, come, you're VIP, it's really cool. I was like, excellent. So Mm -hmm. I get there and there's this massive sort of gig going on um, in the skate park on the embankment. 
and all these people are like raving to like shy effects i know who they are because mm-hmm. they're old and like someone called gigs who apparently is a grime artist i did not know that so i got there and they were like you're in vip in you go and vip turned out to actually just be a function room at the top of a hotel oh, next to the gig and, and i was like but i can't even hear the music this is so weird not meant to, so it's actually the room for the elderly yeah so it was a room for the elderly but then i looked around and the elderly actually consisted of a huge amount of children wearing ski goggles as accessories like Cleopatra coming at you <laughs> and I had to queue for half an hour to get a drink and I just went you know what it's not for me you can afford wine yeah go and buy wine with your friend in Victoria get out of here yeah and stop trying to be cool yeah listen to that stuff like, you know in in your headphones those days are gone now no 100% speaking of cool retro kids mm-hmm. so I was stalking my brother yesterday on Facebook because he's just started uni. I think when you're looking at your siblings' social media, it doesn't have to be stalking. Yeah, like, no. Like, stalking is reserved yeah. for weird colleagues, exes, like future husbands yeah. who haven't met you yet. So, first of all, I hate that this happens, but I texted my brother on WhatsApp, and immediately he comes up on Facebook, because mm-hmm. they're owned by the same company, and they know I've WhatsApped him. I know, demons. So bad. So, he comes up, and I was like, this is strange. He's been uploading a lot of Facebook albums. I was like, is it 2007? Yeah, who does a Facebook album? And they are like classic Facebook albums of nights out. Like, you know, he looks like he's put a little bit of weight since he's been there. Oh, I kind of think we should all make a decision to stop tagging each other in memes and just start creating albums. Uploading Facebook albums. Making memories. Yeah, I'm going to start making some memories. It'll literally consist of me, Bramble, my sister and her baby, and then the hairs in my flat. Yes. I still can't stop imagining actual hairs. I know, and it's actually kind of making me want to do that as well. Um, So what is the best birthday you've ever had? So my birthday is December, Mm. and it always used to fall on the kind of last day of term at um, before the Christmas holidays at school. And so there would be the carol service. You know, the teachers don't really give a damn, so you just are making Christmas decorations and stuff in your classes. I'm not talking 18, but you know. But pretty much the whole way through school. So it did feel like a kind of celebration. And me being middle child and incredibly egotistical, I felt like really the joy was just actually all about me. And for me, I was very proud, aged 18, to walk down the aisle of the church, head of choral, singing the solo for once in David in Royal David City. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I know, it was beautiful. A voice of an angel. In your flowing red robes. Yeah. With all quite handmaid's tale, those robes, no? Very handmaid's tale. And I remember, you know, the rest of Coral was just made out of Maggie Tao, Coral Ao, our Chinese contingency that joined in the sixth form, and then me. They were all very good at singing. They were musical lot, and I got to know them very well. Yeah. Having the gift. <laughs> um, speaking of musical, the other one was the accordion that I got for my birthday and learned how to play. Oh, yeah, you are good at the accordion. I am. It's a real party trick. My dad plays the accordion very badly. Oh, of course he does. But I feel like it's one of those things that I've decided is a flirting technique with guys. Almost like, I'm that quirky girl that just happens to play the accordion. And I sort of drop it in. That's so kooky and zoodational, isn't it? So, yeah, exactly. But I think it kind of worked better when... I don't know, a few years ago when it was sort of a bit cool to be like that. And now it's like, oh, I'm single and 30 and live alone with my cat and play the accordion. <laughs> it's got different vibes now. It has got it? all sorts of different vibes. They really aren't biting like they used to. So I've started using my dating app. I'm casting for a web series at the moment. And I'm, I'm trying to... Hello! Hello! I'm, I'm trying to get hold of a 
semi-famous man to star in one of the episodes. And I remembered that I'm on this tragic celebrity dating app, Raya. Yes, we talked Raya. Yeah, and I was like, I've seen Craig David on there before. He'd be ideal. So now I'm just <laughs> aggressively swiping right on every man hoping holding a Craig. musical instrument on Raya, hoping that they might be borderline famous enough to sort of convince in my web series. Oh, schedule a session with me to have a swipe with you. That's oh my right God. up my street. Yeah, let's go for a swipe. 100%. Um, so do you find the annoyance approaching 30, literally now, days away, mm. of other people that have had their 30th birthday that try and sort of be all, you know, we're in it together, I've already done it, and then you're like, yeah, but yours is very different because you're married, you're married <laughs> kids, you reached all those milestones and, you know, have a career that, that that's all stable and that you love um, and are probably, I don't know, booking your next holiday to bloody Tuscany and they're like stop <laughs> mine was two months ago and you're like yes but it's a very very different thing and not one that you know I'm not saying theirs is better than ours no certainly not because I feel like they've done that you know for them they've already reached all those goals it's got to just be downhill loads of my friends keep getting married and then coming back from their honeymoon and being like oh what happens now yeah exactly my life happens now whereas in this next 10 years Bells we could have it all to come I know many many weddings ahead or we'll be back here talking 40 (laughs) still in the same situ (laughs) me with a new cat god forbid I know my birthday was always on half term Mm. so I would always it was always the the first day of half terms then I would leave and I would just have half term with my parents and I wouldn't have a party or be with my friends and it was all a bit sad I was sort of thinking that that's what I want to do for my 30th what just hang out with your parents yeah they're my fave people right now my parents have gone to Bologna this weekend Bologna yeah they've gone Bologna 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 Bella oh sorry Bologna they've gone to Bologna still saying it wrong I know by without me and they're not coming to my birthday Oh, I know. They're paying for the bar, so I guess it's fine. Oh, that's fine. That's better than the actual, the actual thing. Yeah, them. no. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I have sent them some passive-aggressive messages, being like, "You'll be sorely missed." What about significant others and birthdays? Because I want to clear this up right now. The whole thing about like birthday steak and blowjob. Gross. Discuss. <laughs> no, absolutely gross. I will say that I am very good at gifting. Oh, really? Yeah, if you are my significant other, expect a fucking corker of a gift. I was about to say, because you are not on my birthday gifting list. No, of course I'm not. I'm terrible with mates. But, like, if I am dating you and, like, we share a bed, then, yes, I will buy you a good gift. Like what, for example? Like, I just think of, like, really personal things. I'm just really good. Mm-hmm. I was given by um, an ex-boyfriend. Uh, it was, I guess we broke up in January. And my birthday, is said, was in December. So we can pretty much... And he left me. So I'm guessing on said birthday... He'd probably already made his exit plan. But that was I being very oblivious. And he gave me an electric blanket. And I remember him going, listen, look, I know it's not romantic. Well, you know, we'd had a thing. I would get cold, whatever. But actually, in hindsight, I think it was his kindest parting gesture that he was like, you really will, a month from now, be alone in that bed. So there will be no human to warm it. So here you go. But I have to say, of all gifts, it is the one that keeps giving and it has no sentimental attachment. I religiously get out of bed, make sure my feet get nice and cold as I'm on my way to eat a Rivita and make a cup of tea. And when I come back, it's so delicious that I almost every morning nearly pee. 
You know when you just feel like you're melting into happiness? Yeah, no, I love an electric blanket. And so the whole thing about wanting someone to warm the bed, get this one, and it's so economical. An entire night having it warmed costs something like 5p. That's so good. This is why I'm single. I'm talking about the price of my No, but somewhat ironically, when I was at university, my friend and I used to refer to electric blankets as men. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, I'm going down Wilkinson to buy a man. Wonderful. This one, actually, my God, it's great. I can't wait to get into it tonight. Um, It it actually knows the different parts of your body. So... Yours is way more highbrow than mine. It doesn't know the parts of my body. But if my feet are cold, it will warm there. And then if they get hot, it will cool down there. It's a genius. So much better than a man. That's so good. I know. Speaking of my mum, my mum's actually... We weren't, but I guess she's on the brain. Yeah, she is. She's not talking to me because... I hacked into her Amazon account and I saw that the last thing that she had purchased was a book called How to Lose a Duke in 10 Days. <laughs> Sorry, Find a Duke in 10 Days. How to Find a Duke in 10 Days. I was about to say, who's this duke that she's how to find, trying to rid herself of? How to Find a Duke in 10 Days. And I thought it was really funny and so I told my dad and he's obviously told her because she's passive aggressively changed her Amazon password and is ignoring all of my calls. That's such a pass- that's such a sly, not expected what sort of show of passive aggressiveness. I know, but she must be she must be quite confused by me in general because since she agreed to let me use the Amazon account because she has Prime and I do not, I have bought two self-help books and two children's swimming costumes. <laughs> and these were obviously A recommended by my therapist and B a prop. Mm. Like my therapist didn't recommend I buy a child swimming costume. I was about to say, change therapist right now. I'll tell you what will really help. But yeah, so one of the child swimming costumes came with a matching hat with a swan on it. And I am obsessed with it. And I wear it all the time. Because it it makes me look a bit like Uncle Fester. Mm. A water cap. Yeah, a water cap. Mm. And every time I catch myself in it, it just makes me laugh. I worry for you that all those years of of water caps, remember you'd talc them to shit to try and get them on. And now when we talk about the fact that you don't have like that much hair... (laughs) Whether or not it was as a result of us sort of peeling those god-awful things off. And it probably might just have ripped some of it out. Do you think? Mm. Do you think all those years in the swimming pool? Yeah. Not that I spent much time there. Don't worry, I sort of fetched them out of the swimming cap and now they're adorning my flesh. (laughs) So we've done best birthday present. Yeah. Have you ever had a pet as a present? Oh, I've had like 12 guinea pigs as gifts. You were the guinea pig girl? Of course I had guinea pigs and hamsters. And did they die? Yes, they would die because I would like, I don't know. You can barely look after yourself. I can barely look after myself. I killed a cactus. It's not, it's not for me. I got Toby, the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, um, when I was about eight. And then he, you know, heaven, all I wanted. I'd learned the entire encyclopedia of dog breeds, right down to sort of height, potential ailments, how much they need to be fed, temperament, the rest of it. So I got Toby on my birthday and um, he, there was something, I think my parents chose him when they went to see the litter because he looked like the calmest of the litter. But actually in puppy terms, the one that's sitting there not reacting is probably a bit addled in the brain. Mm. So he was so stupid that when he put his tongue out of his mouth, he'd forget how to put it back in. And it got to about two months in and he, um, where he lacked an in intelligence, he made up in sexual appetite. And my mum found him <laughs> masturbating on her curtains and actually not just the lipstick but left semen on them oh my god and then toby went and lived with someone else it wasn't a long-lived your lady pet. dog also used to hump the curtains yeah tilly. so i think it could be the curtains fault actually you're incorrect there tilly used to hump a leg on command <laughs> and i trained her and she wasn't willing at the beginning but we got there in the end <laughs> 
Thanks so much for tuning in again to the Delicious Stella podcast. And I think it goes without saying, a big happy birthday to you, Bella. Thank you. If any brands are listening, yes, I will be receiving gifts on Friday. You can post them to me. Just DM me for my address. Thanks.